0: And man, oh man, oh man, do we have a guest for you today. (laughs) Today's special guest comes courtesy of our beautiful Kimmy Morrison, who's been following Marisa Snyder forever. And we are really, really excited because there's a new book on the launch. There's a whole message that's going to come out of today's podcast. So I want to say, ladies, listen up because I'm personally going to be paying extra attention to today's podcast, a beautiful Marisa has written a book called The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. Now, she's a huge, well, she's famous, really. I mean, we are in the presence of greatness. (laughs) So I'd like to welcome you to the show, Marisa. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show with us. And we can't wait to dive deep into all of the bits and pieces that you have for us today.
2: Wonderful. I am so excited and thrilled to be here. Thank you so much.
3: Marisa, can I start off with you? Just give us a brief background as to who you are, um, where you came from, how you got introduced to essential oils, and lead us up to where we are today.
2: Absolutely. Well, I had two pretty big health journeys in my life. And the first one actually started when I was really little. Um, when I was seven years old, I was involved in some pretty crazy head trauma. I'm not going to go into all the details there, but led to 15 years of chronic migraine pain. And in those 15 years, I was told by every doctor and every person I saw that I was simply going to have to live with this migraine pain that I was going to live with chronic pain for the rest of my life. And I didn't know anything different. I didn't know that there was a different side of wellness and that the body had, was ripe for healing miracles. I had no idea. I was just, well, that's just my lot in life. I'm going to take my meds and, and manage these migraines and, and get through life the best way that I can. But I, I lost out on a lot. I lost out on my childhood, school parties, you know, even school in general. And I remember thinking to myself when I was a teenager that I didn't want children to have to suffer the way that I suffered, so I wanted to go off to become a doctor and in the interim, I became a biochemist. I was actually a biochemist for about five years and I'm on my way off to become a doctor and in my in my lab where I wore the big old goggles and the pocket protector and I had an embroidered lab coat with my name on it um, there was another woman who was in there, a fellow scientist who had told me that she had a Basically, an integrative practice, or I exactly don't know the language that she used. This was way back in 2003, 2004. She had told me that they could cure my migraines. And I thought she was crazy town. I would not believe her. But because it was on my way home, which was a 45-minute drive every single day to and from the lab, I decided to check it out. And in the la- in this beautiful facility they had acupuncturists and specialized chiropractors and nutritionists and I just was blown away. I had no idea this existed. And sure enough, 3 months later I was migraine free and it blew my mind. I was like, "What is this?" And so I changed my trajectory. I instead of being a, um, going to medical school, which initially I was going to do, I headed off into chiropractic school because that was really the work that got me migraine-free. So fast forward several years later, and I'm in practice, and I'm mostly actually more of a functional doctor than anything, working on women's hormones, dealing with migraine patients as well. And all this time for several, several years, kind of this other thing going on, is I had this deeply held belief that my worth was predicated on how much I did for other people So I never put myself first. I worked and worked and just grind down to nothing. So by the time I was in practice for about a year, I had chronic fatigue. I had horrible hormone symptoms. My body literally felt like it was sabotaging me. Um, And so when I looked around in my practice, I saw that so many of the other women were dealing with the same things I was dealing with. But yet, no one was talking about it, and there weren't really any solutions. And, but I knew that there was a way to get the body back on track. I knew I could heal myself. You know, when I went to a conventional doctor at that time, because as a practitioner, you never want to diagnose yourself. You never want to be your own doctor. And what they had given me was birth control and anti-anxiety medications. And I was so heartbroken by this, because I knew it wasn't the solution to getting my body back on track. I spent two years really digging deep into the research and realizing that this was truly my calling, that I was always meant to be destined down this particular path of women's, women's health, women's hormones, and I've now spent the last 10 years in that field, and it has been the biggest blessing of my entire life.
3: It's quite an incredible journey when we hear of of general practitioners and doctors that are on our show, Marisa, that end up going through their own health crisis and then having an awakening, if you like, around more functional medicine. Can you tell us then, in your perspective, and I know this could be a touchy, iffy subject, but from your perspective, do you think the medical profession is in a crisis or do you think we're
2: in a major
3: awakening?
2: Ooh, that is a great question. I think that there's still a lot of people out there who are very much in my shoes, those two particular incidences. I feel like, you know, medicine, um, allopathic medicine, conventional medicine, is really not necessarily about treating the root cause of the issue. I think we're just trying to put a lot of band aids on a lot of problems. And that, I'm finding that people, are looking for something different. I think that we're, we as people, we as consumers or mainly women, I feel like women are the CEOs running the home, running everything. I always think of Beyonce, we run the world. And I think that we're really waking up to the fact that we're kind of sick and tired of seeing our families suffer, you know, and we're looking for something different. So I think that there is an awakening within people in a grassroots movement, definitely still, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are moving over to functional medicine, but there's still a lot of doctors in the system that are still recommending the drugs and really not getting to the core root of the issues. So I, I feel like it's, it can be both in a lot of ways.
3: Yes. And I think from our perspective, having had many integrative holistic doctors on the show, I think from our point of view, it is beautiful and amazing through the art of podcasts, through the art of webinars, and certainly in a lot of the places where I've heard you through other well-known health advocates having conversations live on Facebook and things like that. Marisa, can you tell us and give us your insights and how you came to being really affiliated with the beauty of essential oils and what they mean to you?
2: Absolutely, so as I told you, I was really struggling with my hormones, and I had burned myself into the ground and one of the things that happens when you run on overdrive and you believe the, the the naive tale that you can survive on stress, and I think a lot of us think we can until we can't. What happened is I ended up crippling my immune system, and I had just thought that maybe I had a low disposition or I had just a low immune system knowing that truly it had to do a lot with the stress that I was bombarded with for so many years. But even though I healed a lot of those areas in my body, the chronic colds and flus and strep throats, oh my goodness, in practice, I was sick seven to 10 times a year. And I was drinking all the tinctures, doing all the vitamins. I mean, name it. I was doing all of it. And yet I couldn't get well. So I was visited by a friend of mine about six and a half years ago, almost seven years ago, And she brought some oils with her. She just happened to have them on her, on her trip. And she was like, I am so sick and tired of you being sick all the time. Like you're always sick every time I talk to you. And she had this blend, this blend of like rosemary and eucalyptus and clove oil and all of these like these immune system boosting oils. And she's like, listen, you try this. I think this is going to help you. And let me tell you, I was so over being sick and it was about to be the fall and winter. I was willing to try anything. So I started using this oil. Like I added it to my tea. I put it all over me. I diffused it. I mean, I had no idea what to do with this oil. I really hadn't done the research yet, but I used this oil pretty consistently for quite some time. And I did not get sick, not one time in three and a half years. That is 30 colds and flus that I missed out on in
1: that duration. I think that's absolutely stunning. So there was no change in diet you were still mm-hmm. doing the same thing. It was just that amazing blend. What did you say? Rosemary, eucalyptus, and clove.
2: Yeah, rosemary, eucalyptus, clove, lemon, and oh. there was one more oil. I think it's um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, cinnamon. That's I was like, what is the other oil in that? Um, yes, and because I had already been doing so many things right, you know, I had been on that path for so long, but it was like the one thing I couldn't kick. I, I mean. I was gobbling up echinacea and tinctures like you would not believe. And yet we we still had a family-based practice too. So we had toddlers and we had kids coming in. I'll tell you what, I was such a receptacle for all the things that came into the office. So that was the thing. And I was blown away. And so I was clearly curious. I think curiosity is always a great thing to have. I started researching what these oils did because I was like, this is something people need to know about. And I began to discover what these beautiful, that, these beautiful chemical constituents, this chemistry, could do in the body. And what I learned about that particular blend and those specific oils is that they can actually stop the transcription of viral DNA into our host DNA, because that's what viruses do. Like I always tell people, if you've ever seen the movie Alien, that is a virus. <laughs> it grows inside of you in a host cell. And it takes over your DNA to make more viruses until at some point the cell lyses, and then the viruses escape and they go attack more cells. It's, I mean, it's really what it comes down to. But if you can stop the, pro- the process of that, the transcription of that virus into the cell, well, then you win. And oils have this profound way of, of literally going through the phospholipid membrane of every cell and they can stop the replication of viral DNA. That is just stunning. I didn't Isn't realize Isn't that so that. cool? You can even see it in a microscope. It is so oh. fascinating.
1: And why, like, you know what gets me is that why are we not using these beautiful oils in our hospital systems?
2: Right? Well, we are. <laughs> We're not enough. Not enough. You know, some, some parts of the world are really well-versed, you know, in essential oil usage, um, Europe in particular. And you're going to find more and more hospitals and research, research facilities, and dental offices, and, you know, all over the place are using them. For instance, I know that hospitals are using a little patch that has ginger and peppermint on it that mm-hmm. patients can smell post-surgery when they come out of amnesia, and so that is something I see a lot of. I see nurses and doctors diffusing blends in the, in the, in their environment to keep environmental threats away, to keep viruses and bacteria away. So we're seeing more and more of it, but not enough. It's just just tiny. It's not enough to even probably be on the radar yet, but it is happening in specific hospitals and medical clinics around, at least around the U.S. I know it's definitely happening in Europe. I, I couldn't speak to what's going on in the rest of the world.
0: Marisa, I'm really curious about something here. Mm-hmm. I look at, um, you know... Essential oils are starting to gain more and more traction now. Mm-hmm. But essential oils have been around since forever. I mean, why? Why now? What, that's my question. Why yeah, now? Why now?
2: Yeah. That is a great question. I think because the conversation that we just had a moment ago talking about the crisis is that, again, we are awakening up to the possibility of what functional medicine can bring to the table. And when someone finds out that they can use a remedy that is non-toxic, that doesn't damage their children or their family, has side benefits, and has powerful, instant, effective like resolution, oh, it's going to spread like wildfire. And so what's happening is that People, it's spreading word to mouth. And that's how this all started. It was definitely a grassroots campaign. When, you know, you think about when you love a great book or when you love a great conditioner or a curling product, I don't know, whatever it is, and, or it's an anti-aging cream and that you love it and it's making a big difference on you. Oh my goodness, you're going to tell all your girlfriends, you're going to tell all your friends. And that's what's happening is people are just telling each other about these oils and then someone uses them for the first time or maybe a couple times and they work Oh, I mean, that's the only way this continues. It's the only way we continue to have this conversation and the oils continue to spread is because they work consistently all the time.
0: I think that's part of um, the great curiosity for people because I think when people start to go down a more natural route, and I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on this, when people start to go down a more natural route, instantly they think, oh, well, I'm not going to get relief for six months. You know, it takes six months for this stuff to work you know, all of these natural supplements and stuff Mm -hmm. that they get from the naturopath. Whereas if they go the medical route, they get relief instantly.
2: Like that, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the big, I guess that's the big challenge, isn't it? To overcome. What are your thoughts on how we can start to rewire our cognition around that?
2: It's so hard. I mean, we are so driven by instantaneous, um, you know, instantaneous. um, We want those results immediately, correct? And so what I'm finding, what's so interesting about oils this is this, I kind of have, this is one of the things where I have a love hate relationship with oils. Honestly, it's all love, but I'm going I'm to explain my, my rationale for saying that is that, you know, people ask me, do oils work better when you're healthier? Absolutely. They work better when you're healthier what's so fascinating is that I can get someone to use an oil before I can get them to drink a green smoothie or drink a green juice or have a salad, right? Because the results are instantaneous. And what I found about essential oils is that they're going to work on people, whether or not they're healthy or not. And those results are going to be pretty quick. And so a part of me feels like a lot of people are like, well, how can I swap out the synthetic thing for this natural thing where I really want people to look at the integrative approach. Like it's not just an oil. Like I had a woman the other day ask me if I had an oil for menopause. And there's so many wrong things about that statement. One, that she thinks that she needs a cure for it. Um, but two, that we're, we're trying to leverage this these beautiful chemical constituents as like a drug, you know, that like what – give me the thing that's going to stop this menopause thing from happening to me. And I was like, gosh, but there's so much – to unwrap on there, one, I want to make sure that women are feeling empowered and understanding what menopause truly is. Because I think a long time ago, a bunch of old male doctors pointed it as some kind of disease. And then two, I want people to realize that really everything is truly an integrative approach and that essential oils are just one beautiful tool in the toolbox.
0: Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? And I, I do think that that, like I think about all of the people that I know and you know, um, that are not necessarily in this same field or that would even entertain a conversation like this. And just what you just said then, give me something for menopause, is a conversation that so many are having. Um, And, you know, I'll be honest, I've even said it in the past. I've said, oh, my God, this has got to come to an end at some point. Surely to goodness, this is going to get easier. And it's interesting how um, our brains are kind of wired that it is a disease. It's, yeah. it's, it's you're so you're so spot on with that. What do, you think, what do you think we need to, how do you think we need to look at or relate to menopause differently? How should we be looking at it as opposed Absolutely. to the way that we are looking at it?
2: Such a great question. You know, I've studied so much in the realm. I feel like it's a lot of tab, there's a, it feels taboo. I feel like women don't understand perimenopause and menopause. And so not only is it wrought with a lot of confusion, but also, you know, depending on what's going on with our bodies, it, it's so easy to blame You know, there's a lot of cultures in the world, a lot of cultures who don't even have a word for menopause because it really is such ease and grace transitioning from childbearing years to to non-childbearing years. And really our body's chemistry is designed to move in that way. Not to say that that transition doesn't have a couple of bumps in the road. I mean, anytime your hormones are transitioning in that way, you're going to feel it. I mean, I think we all can remember from a long, long, long time ago when we hit puberty, right? How crazy that was. you know? So that, that was an interesting transition. And then we have a transition of, of menopause and perimenopause. And honestly, the roller coaster usually, kind, if I were to pick one of the phases, it would be perimenopause because that's when the hormones are really doing the up and down and they're really kind of going... The really fluctuating in a way that can lend to a lot of, lot of symptoms. But with menopause, I think what's really going on there is it's not so much the fluctuation of our hormones as it is that there is potentially we have a sluggish liver, that we've got potentially a digestive system that, that we need to heal, um, that we may have some inflammation in the body. And that oftentimes that, you know, when we're lending to our adrenals and to our beta cells to kind of pick up the pace for estrogen and progesterone, and if we're already overtaxed and stressed and we're overworked and we really haven't nurtured our body in the way that I feel sometimes that we don't, our symptoms are going to definitely feel worse. So I think it depends on how we care for our bodies that really can dictate the way that menopause is going to go. I know a lot of women who just sashay their way through menopause and if they don't even blink an eye. And then other instances where women are really, really struggling. I think that there's a lot more things going on. I think that the thyroid's struggling. I think the liver's struggling. I think that there's potentially inflammation in the body. So I feel like, again, it's an integrative approach. I don't think we should just blame it on estrogen and progesterone and testosterone from dropping. I think that we should be looking at other parts of the body to see why we're not compensating so well.
1: It's interesting um, that we see our body like that, so that it's it's a black and white answer every time. If your iron's low, take iron, but perhaps it isn't the iron. If you know you've got hormone problems, it's your estrogen and progesterone. And and you've just you know said that beautifully. And and I I even find not only do our allopathic um, doctors do a treatment a diagnosis and a treatment, but so do our integrative ones. They still do a diagnosis and a treatment. They diagnose for a deficiency and then they give it, whether it's in the form of estrogen or progesterone. So I absolutely love what you are saying. I just wish that more and more people are doing it. There was a a chiropractor who wrote a book called The Vital Truth and she called it the allopathic um, method, the alternative method, and then she called chiropractic and the way you're talking – the alternate where it was there was an innate intelligence about if you just give the body the right resources so if if you're looking at um somebody with a hormonal problem are you also still doing chiropractic as well as your beautiful essential oils as well as the food and looking at their thyroid and their adrenals are, are you doing the physical mental emotional chemical do you do the whole lot?
2: i don't I actually just not to say that i love I love chiropractic, I think for me i had i fell in love with nutrition, oh my goodness, and you know I wrote five books on nutrition, and so nutrition really came I felt like that was my calling. I was like, oh my gosh, nutrition or maybe plants in general um, so no, I would say most of my approach is really i I really kind of have a trifecta, and that is the leverage leveraging you know nutrition powerful nutrition because nutrition is such a game change for our hormones. Two, I love essential oils because we do deserve those quick wins. We do deserve grace and to feel good. And there's something about oils that are so decadent and they're relishing and they're beautiful. And yeah, they can stop a hot flash. Yes, they can. And yes, they can stop a headache. They can get you out of a moment of brain fog. They're wonderful for instant energy. They're great for emotional well being. I mean, you want instant results. You're going to get them with the oils. I mean, that's, I think, why people love them so much. But then the next piece, and I think this is the piece where we really 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 struggle and maybe not everybody but goodness knows it was me like i was never ever on the priority list i honestly inherently believed that i could run myself into the ground and get away with it and i think that we are in a time right now where women are wearing many many hats and they are serving a lot of different people and we're not really taking care of ourselves and so the third part of that trifecta is really self-care and that first part of self-care is believing that you deserve to heal your body. That's, that's, those are the three pieces for me. And I have found when I've worked with women over the years that if I can dial in those three pieces, we have got a recipe for success.
1: Okay. It's beautiful. (laughs) I I just, I have to ask a question though, because you just kind of glanced right past it. So for all the women that were listening and you said, yes, is an oil for hot flashes. What are they? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I would never not tell you. <laughs> you just squashed <laughs> Well, I wanted to let you guys know I had options and I figured, you know what? The recipes were coming. So I, I just was just practicing oh. the recipes. I know they're like, okay, well give us the recipes now. We're ready. We're ready for them. <laughs> so it's such a funny thing. My mom is, my mom, so my mom actually ended up getting on bioidenticals and she lets me tell this story. Um, because she was having a couple hot flashes and her body was changing and she thought, well, maybe I should go check out what the doctor has to say. And the doctor just threw on bioidenticals Mm -hmm. and it sent her into a tailspin. She went into a deep and dark depression. All of a sudden she wasn't my mama. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? Remember she called me at 10 o'clock one night about three months into this. And she's like, Marisa, I'm in trouble like, I don't know what's going on with me. And I was like, well, oh, tell me what's going on. And finally she confessed. She hadn't told me she was on bioidentical. She did it behind my back. And um, we took her off and we got her we got her situated. And she was so concerned about the hot flashes. And what it was, I mean, what we really did to get our hot flashes back, like get rid of them, we eradicated those, um, was a, was really a liver detox is what we did to, to knock them out. But in the meantime, we made, this, made her this hot flash blend. And I had been use, making hot flash blends for women for years. And my mom started carrying it around with her everywhere because she was, she was determined to ensure that no woman around her would have a hot flash. So she, used, she got known as this hot flash fairy that she would just carry this little blend with her. So it is a two-ounce spray bottle. And you can get this little two-ounce. I don't know exactly what that breaks down to, but it's, it's basically it's a little teeny spray bottle. You can literally put it in your purse. And you put distilled water in it um, because we don't want to break the little spritzer, or um, witch hazel. Either of those two work. And then it's ten drops of peppermint because peppermint is the ultimate cooling agent, and it's just beautiful at just stopping a hot flash. But also, I want to use hormone oils, and one of those oils is clary sage. Now, clary sage is like the Beyonce of hormone essential oils. It's my favorite, but it helps to regulate estrogen levels even when estrogen levels are low, particularly in the beta cells. So clary sage, seven drops of clary sage and seven drops of geranium. And what I love about geranium is it helps the liver filter out excess estrogen. Um, and it's really, really balancing. So those three oils in a, and it's seven drops of geranium as well. So 10 drops of peppermint, 10 drops of clary sage, sorry, seven drops of clary sage, seven drops of geranium. You mix it up and you just spritz it wherever, whenever you need it.
3: Wow. It's quite amazing, isn't it? When we look at all of these oils and how they can work in combination, that's quite a concentrated, um, you know, um, spritzer, I guess you could call it or an aroma mist. Do you suggest to people that they're careful with their skin? Have you found that people have to test themselves first and foremost? What's the thing, you know, with some of the people in regards to skin when you're spraying that on?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I find that that blend. I mean, you're probably spritzing, uh, um, maybe a half a drop when it spritzes, give or take. But there are those are three pretty amazing oils that you know geranium is great for skin as well. But you know, it's always it's always a good idea to test oils first um, to do a skin patch test before you use any essential oils on the skin, and that is just you know on the on the foot or the palm or kind of on the arm. Test, test, testing a diluted oil first, seeing how you respond to it, and if all things are great, then then you can use it. So I always recommend testing oils first to make sure that you don't have any type of chemical response to them or irritable res- irritation on the skin. Um, but otherwise, I mean that blend, I you know I what we've we played with over the years. And women, you can absolutely decrease the blend if you like. Um, but that blend really knocks them out. And I know women, when they come to me, they're really looking for that result. And I always want to try to deliver it.
3: I think it's brilliant. And I love the fact that we can take something with us that can stop that lovely glow that comes over us with that lovely hot power surge. So I think this is a brilliant idea. (laughs) Can you tell us your expertise is obviously in hormones Mm -hmm. and you've obviously studied a lot. One of our favorites down under is Dr. Libby Weaver, who talks a lot about, um, she's, she's a biochemist as well. Mm-hmm. She studied for 13 years. You two would get on very well. Um, and she also believes that in her 20 years of being a, a doctor and treating women with hormone conditions, she could honestly say over those 20 years, she has only had six women with what she would consider the ideal or perfect hormonal cycle. Um, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Oh, absolutely. I absolutely agree with Libby Weaver, Dr. Libby Weaver. She's amazing. I mean, Her coining the phrase rushing women syndrome, I mean, I was the poster girl for that. And so was my mother. I mean, I was rushing to things that I didn't even have to be at. It was just hardwired in who I was. But yes, I, you know, the thing about hormones is that there's just simply chemical messengers and those chemical messengers, they have one job and their job is to mediate the lifestyle that you're living. So if you are running off that way, your hormones are like, well, I guess we're going this way. We got to figure out what she's doing over here. If you're eating this thing over here, we're like, okay, well, we got to figure out what's going on over here. If you've just got a crazy text message that just blew your mind and upset you, your hormones are like, all right, well, let's figure that out. And so they're constantly fluctuating based on how we're living our life. And this is why I truly believe that 80% of what we do every day dictates the life that we're going to live later. We have so much control over our health, but I don't think that we know that or understand that, that everything that we do, everything that we eat, all, the, the, the way that we even talk to ourselves um, all has a profound impact on our molecules and our chemistry. And so I absolutely agree with her. I'm actually surprised she's found six people. That's really impressive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's amazing,
3: isn't it? And Hey, um, while we've got you talking recipes, I know that many of our listeners will be dying to hear a couple more. Can you tell us your top three or four recipes for women's conditions that you're always talking about? Give us your top ones that you love to share.
2: Absolutely. Well, the big one that comes up all the time is energy. You know, I have I don't think I've ever met a woman who doesn't want more energy in their life. It's pretty rare. And so I have an instant energy blend. Now mind you, I know that energy truly comes from mitochondrial function and I am obsessed with the mitochondria, but that is again an integrative approach and it takes a little bit of time to heal mitochondria. In the meantime, I still think that you deserve to go from a zombie state to a superwoman state in a matter of seconds. So my little energy blend is It's 10 drops of wild orange and 10 drops of peppermint in a 10-mil roller. Um, And you can get those little rollers anywhere. They're available all over the place. Um, It's basically the standard essential oil roller roller ball. And then you top it off with coconut oil, fraction coconut oil, grapeseed oil, Jehovah oil, whatever you prefer – and I love I loved to leverage the power of olfaction, the power of aromatherapy, because that's what's going to turn the brain back on. And that's usually kind of where we're feeling kind of that fuzziness or that, that zombie brain fogness. And so you just roll the blend over your palms. I like to rub my palms together because I like to get them into the skin as well. And then just take three to five deep valley breaths. And I have used this blend on probably oh my gosh, a half a million women. I have no idea at this point. And every time, I mean, the first time I show somebody this blend, the first time I ever give somebody this blend and I watch them use it, I mean, their eyes just light up. And that's because wild orange boosts serotonin levels and it's literally an energizer bunny. It's so profound. And any citrus oil is going to do that because of the monoterpene content in there. And then peppermint, oxygenates the lungs, it sends oxygen to the brain and helps to boost mitochondria even just for a moment. You know, it's it's getting that going. And what I love is instead of grabbing a coffee or a a black tea or even a candy bar or peanut M&Ms or whatever it is that you may reach for when you're feeling fatigued, that blend is calorie free and it only has side benefits. So it is incredible. So instant energy is the first one. Perfect. Keep going. Okay, good. I, was, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I was, was, was <laughs> to pause. <laughs> you know, I, I I have a podcast myself, so I'm always really mindful. Okay, number two. Um, I think well we talked about this. We talked about rushing women's syndrome. And the thing about when we are constantly on the go or we're overworked or we're stressed or you know, we're just taking on a lot, we're taking on the world what I really wanna do is to be able to leverage chemistry to help and stop the stress response. Because as we know that when we're in constant sympathetic overdrive, that our body is responding in accordance. And so our digestive system is shut down, our reproductive system is shut down. You know, we're, we're, we're working our liver, we're working our, our, our thyroid. So a lot of things are going on when we're in this chronic state of stress and slowly but surely we wear down. So what I'm really mindful of is what can we do to disrupt the stress response? And what really drives the stress response is our perception of what's going on in the environment. But then we send a message through this, this, this process this feedback loop called the hypothalamic pituitary axis. And this conversation between the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland and the adrenals is really what gets us in trouble. And when that's upregulated, which means it, it's overly firing over and over again, maybe 10 times, 15 times a day, we develop neuroplasticity. We develop, we develop kind of these... Um, this hardwiring connectivity that forces us back into this system over and over again. So I'm always trying to figure out, well, how do we break the cycle? Like, how do we do that? And what I've discovered is that I don't know anything faster acting than essential oils to break this cycle. Most specifically, florals and wood oils. So grounding oils like frankincense, sandalwood, vetiver, and then florals like lavender, clary sage, geranium. Now the power combo that I absolutely love, I call it my stress reset blend. These two oils have been demonstrated to lower blood pressure, lower pulse point, and lower cortisol levels, especially if everything's surging in the system. And most importantly, they calm down the limbic system, specifically the pituitary gland. And what these two oils are is just lavender and bergamot. Now, bergamot is known as the oil of self-love and self-acceptance. And so I love that too. It just happens to be the emotional property of it. So it is 10 drops of each. And if you really want to bump it up, you could do 12 drops of each. It's really your call. It's a higher concentration. But if you really need to disrupt the stress response, it may be necessary. You kind of can play with that blend. Top it off with coconut oil. Again, we want to leverage the power of aromatherapy and olfaction. We want to get into the brainstem. We want to get into that limbic system. And so you just roll it on your palms again and take some, just some deep belly breaths. I mean, if you can only just do that, the chemistry in those specific oils are going to go and do their job. I mean, honestly, if someone opens that blend in front of you, those oils are going to do what they do anyway, even if you didn't want it. That's how powerful they are. I love the
3: fact that the bergamot you called the self-love and acceptance oil. When I was trained in essential oils many decades ago, one of the things that one of my teachers from France taught me was that bergamot is also the oil that, Um, if you ever feel like your blend isn't quite right, you can add a drop of bergamot and she'll make it perfect because she's just got this beautiful loving energy about her. And it's interesting you call her the the self-love and acceptance oil. So it's like she accepts all. And I think she's definitely an oil to have in everybody's repertoire and something that I would, Highly advocate, and those two oils, lavender and bergamot, are also incredibly popular and easy to get hold of, and they're not oh, yeah. highly expensive. No, so I really thank you for that. I really think yeah. it's a beautiful blend.
2: Keep going. Have you got one more for us? I do. So I have my coveted Superwoman blend. Now I have been giving you blends that are pretty simple. This one's a little bit more. It has a couple more oils in it, but I think it's worth sharing because it is my ultimate hormone synergy oil. It's my ultimate like Superwoman amazing oil. Every time I wear this oil, it makes me feel so good, and I honestly feel like I deserve a gold star every time I put it on because I just know I'm doing something right for me. Now the oils in this blend. Do support hormones and they support emotional well-being. They support hot flashes as well. They support menstrual. This oil supports menstrual cramps. So it's a great overall, no matter where you are in whatever phase you are in, this oil is really going to serve. Even women with hysterectomies where I find that this oil still really helps to support them. It just, I normally don't have them put it over the ovaries and uterus. I usually have them put it in the inner arm or on the ankles or on the neck, usually on pulse points. So here is the blend. Again, it's a little roller, the 10-mil roller that I was talking about, um, and it's is, This is a, it's a relatively concentrated blend, but it does the trick, and again, you, could, you can lower the dilution on it um, totally up to you. So it is going to be, it's 12 drops of clary sage, because I want to really start with that oil, 10 drops of lavender, 5 drops of geranium five drops of cedarwood and four drops of a lang And you just put it all in, um, and then you top it off with whatever carrier oil you prefer. And again, you can put it over the ovaries, which is three inches below the belly button. You can put it on the wrists, on the arms. And again, it's, you can figure out whatever dilution feels right for you Um, that is a dilution that, that it's, it's a stronger dilution for sure, but I'm really trying to potentiate some big changes for women. So it it works for most women I use it with, and it is just such an incredible oil. I always say that, you know, just breathing it in and getting to that, getting into that superwoman pose is one of the best things that you can do to kind of reset the system. Cause I do believe that self-care is really just giving yourself permission to pause. So give it to us again, clary sage. Uh Uh-huh, 12 drops of clary sage, 10 drops of lavender, 5 drops of geranium, 5 drops of cedarwood, and 4 drops of alang-alang.
3: So when I look at that blend and the way that I love to talk about the oils, which I'm, I'm really excited that these are in this this combination, is Clary Sage, you called it the Beyonce oil. And I've always called it the champagne oil when we have those those first little sips of champagne, how you get that little euphoric. It's a very euphoric, uplifting oil. So I love the fact you've got it in there. Lavender, as we know, I like to call her also the dream mum in a bottle, our mother hug oil and the one that will always serve us. Geranium, as you mentioned, is, is incredibly balancing and, an, and a beautiful, um, calming blend, but also gives you that strength and behind that calm. Cedarwood, well, our very grounding and very earthing oil, the one to pull us into balance and harmony alongside uranium. And then Ylang Ylang, which is an amazing oil uh, that can give us a real sensuality and get us back in touch with our own divinity, if you like, and our own emotional state. So that's how I would describe those oils. So when you talk about them all in that blend, I think it's an extraordinary superwoman blend And I think, I know we're coming to the end of our podcast, but Maritza, is there any messages that you have for our listeners? I mean, obviously we want to get your book. Can you tell us where to get it and what is your final message to our audience?
2: Absolutely. I think that my biggest message, and thank you. By the way, I'm recording that because I'm borrowing that for the Superwoman blend. That was so gorgeous and so beautiful. And I refer to all of them as she's. Um, you know, I was talking about lavender just being this, oh, I just oh, I just loved all of that. I just want to say that for just a second. Um, so my message is that we really are the CEOs of our health, that we deserve to write our story around our health care and not let other people write our story for us that so we have so much power in terms of how we can heal our bodies and we are right for healing miracles and the last thing I just want to mention is that I believe that healing doesn't have to be this painful just funky journey that so often people have painted it to be that that healing is can be really beautiful and punctuated with joy and and just relished when we, we really decide that we love ourselves in the process so that would be my big message
3: Oh, you're a sweetheart. Cindy and Karen, your top takeaway, one or two points.
1: Me first? Will I go yeah, first? go, Cindy. You go first,
3: Cindy. Uh,
1: well, I, I guess one of them is that um, I've listened to Kim for forever and um, I just love... She said that with love, Marisa. She said that with love. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's just so nice to... Um, you know, have the support of somebody with so much knowledge as you um, with regards to the oils and you know Kim's a pioneer here in australia um with with the oils and she 's been going for a long time we won 't say how long, but <clears throat> quite a few decades um, so it's look it 's wonderful that um you are just singing what she sings, you know you 're in that harmony, and the second thing is that um Healing doesn't have to be hard. We we believe it's it it, it it like people think it's going to be hard. And there is um no one really like one pill wonder. We have to take an integrative approach. So that's that's basically what I got and I've I just loved this and I've written down all the recipes and I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this podcast has
0: gone way too fast. Yes. Oh, I know. I've 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 jumped online, Marisa, and I have bought your book, and I have downloaded my bonuses while we've been on this show. So. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm wrapped. I'm excited, and it's fantastic. And I I love Kimmy. I love your um your summation there of that that. That last blend, I think that that is just bringing so much love, and that 's something that you do so beautifully is you bring the you bring so much love to the message of what oils are, which is you know really strikes to the heart of 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 our listeners, no doubt so i 've really loved listening to the two of you girls talking about something you 're both so incredibly passionate about um, i 've loved listening to you guys talking you know in in the aromatherapy language so that's been a real treat for me to sit back and listen to that marisa i've loved how uh what i've gotten from you is very much because i'm i'm right at that stage of that perimenopause menopause don't really know where i am or what my name is and um what i've been listening to here today has really made me feel like i wish we could start having these conversations with our girls when they're in their late 20s and early 30s so that then when they do reach this phase of their life, it's, it's seamless and effortless. And um, I think that we really have got some really great tools that are coming into into our hands these days that are going to support the transition for all of us. And I really love that menopause can be a place of learning and self-discovery rather than a place of self-destruction. Um, mm-hmm. You know when I think about us going down an allopathic route for for, mm-hmm. for really managing some of these conditions, because there are people like me who kind of met Cindy far too late in my life, and um, I, I think a lot of the damage was kind of done. You know, so the 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 repercussions of that, um, you know, we kind of weather those storms nowadays. But to know that there are such beautiful tools and uh you know nature is there to support us through these times i think is really heartening so those are my takeaways well thank you
3: sweetheart and and i too Maritza, feel incredibly blessed it's not often i get to have someone with your potency and absolute knowledge and love around the oils and very much i hope a similar way to me i just love the science that you use and I very much was appreciative of your comment around the three trifecta, the pillars, the nutrition, essential oils as your quick wins. I love that. And also self-care, which is something that I truly believe is is the pathway to self-love. And if we can use essential oils in the pathway of self-care, it will direct us. It, it's actually a fast track right into the heart of, of loving ourselves. So I really want to acknowledge you for that. And I also found it very interesting um, just talking about hormones where we, we hear so many women these days think that hormones are the nasties. Oh, it's just my bloody hormones or it's the hormones or it's this, that and the other. And the way we talk about them is so derogatory instead of understanding that they are chemical messengers. And in fact... That they are, um, they mediate the lifestyle that we're living. And I really appreciated that because it gives us hope. Do you know, Marisa, one of my mum said to me when I was young, when she was going through menopause, she said to me, sweetheart, you won't have a problem going through menopause. And I said, what makes you say that? Because she struggled for over a decade. And I mean, really badly, real bad night sweats and all sorts of things. And her take was this she said, it's because I feel you're really in touch with your femininity and the spirit of who you are. And I just think think that pathway, along with the tools of essential oils, embracing our feminine spirit, knowing that this is a pathway of who we are and that we are indeed the CEO of our health. I think you've given us all hope and inspiration that that our our pathway is, is up to us. And that I love what Cindy said as well, that it doesn't have to be painful. So sweetheart, thank you. How do we find you and how do we all follow you? How do you move in with us? How do we get you to with us? How do we look and grow up to be like
2: you? I'm just (laughs) moving there. You know, I was so funny. I was so interested listening to that and thank you so much. I'm just receiving that with so much love. You know, we get to leave the legacy. Isn't that wonderful? We get to change the conversation. And I'm so excited to do that. Um, So where you can find me is I do have a podcast myself. It's called the Essentially You Podcast. And it really is all about becoming the CEO of your health and really giving you the tool sets to get that done um, my books are, are on Amazon, um, Australia, I believe that's where they are right now. And I feel like they're really easy to, they're pretty easy to grab. I've had all kinds of amazing women from Australia reaching out to me and they've had no problem getting the book really quick, which is so exciting to me. And then, um, the other thing would be, I mean, if you guys wanted to come on Instagram, I share a lot of my blends, a lot of my recipes, and it's just at D R M A R I Z A. Those would be my favorite places to come play and get to know me. Oh,
3: well, we love you and I want you to move in with me and I want to see you. And are you
2: coming down under by any chance? I hope so. I hope so very soon. I have a lot of dear friends. Um, a, a good friend of mine is Anat Krigungas. I'm sure you guys have oh, had her. Oh, we love oh, her. Yes, yeah, she is a dear, dear friend of mine. And I have a lot of wonderful friends there. So I hope I get to come down very soon. Oh Well,
3: we will certainly host you with much love and affection here on the Sunshine Coast. So thank you.
2: Hmm.
0: Amazing. So today our podcast I think has been very informative for our listeners and I'm very very excited that we've had the opportunity to share Dr. Marisa Snyder. So make sure that you check her out, make sure that you check out all of the podcasts and the information that she's sharing and follow her if you're somebody who's curious about how our beautiful plants can support our transitions in our lives. If you guys have got any questions or any comments, please go all the way to our Facebook page at allthews.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat. You can also post your comments and your questions at allthews.thewellnesscouch.com up for a chat. Make sure you join us here next week on Up for a Chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. We're going to see you on the ride. Bye for now, everybody.